0: Hi there and welcome to Starting Over at 50, the podcast about the game show of life where you're climbing up the ladder to success only to get thrown off halfway up, getting to start over at zero and making a go of it. I'm Kurt Benton, your host, and I hope you'll enjoy this next episode. Hey, here we are again. Funny, it's the same place we were last week and the same place we were two and three weeks ago. So we dropped in. This is our fourth update of Vegas under lockdown, and I thought I'd pop in, give you a little insight into what we're seeing here in Vegas, and perhaps a little insight into uh, what I'm sure is everybody's favorite pastime, which is spending all day, all night, yelling at people and having arguments on facebook but not really so first of all i wanted to touch base on the uh, virtual reality solution that we talked about last uh, last time which was the oculus quest and for a few folks who have contacted me and said hey how do i get one of these things Uh, i want to kind of give you a little hint on what i did now if you go to best buy now can't go to Circuit City because they've been gone for a long time. But if you go to Best Buy and go to Best Buy Online, uh, you'll see that there's two versions. One's the Oculus Quest 64 gigabytes, and one is the Oculus Quest 128 gigabytes. Now, obviously, if you've got the extra $100 to spend, go ahead and get the bigger one. But the reality is that they're both pretty much the same, and from all the reviews that I've read, you really probably won't fill the headset up uh, with that many games to make that much of a difference. However, if you pull it up on Best Buy, as I did just now, what you'll probably see is that this unit is sold out. Um, The best way to get this is that they essentially will uh, add to their inventory pretty much every day. Uh, I've found that the inventory updates pretty much get done between 12 and and 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And essentially, you have to kind of just refresh your screen until you see that sold-out turn to add to cart. And then if you add to the cart, uh, you then have to try checking out. Unfortunately, uh, it took me probably a day and a half to get my last order in uh, for the for the quest, but it was, with a little bit of uh, time on my hands and a little bit of effort and refreshing the page, I was able to get the Oculus Quest purchased and delivered in a few days. So for those of you who have asked me about how do I get it, where do I find it? you can certainly look, at, look it up on Offer up or let it go, Let go, um, or Craigslist. But typically you're going to pay $100 to $150 more and it probably won't be new in the box and probably won't come with the warranty. So just a thought there. Go ahead and if it's something you're really interested in just make sure you go to the Best Buy page and or the Oculus page and continue to reload it until you see that they've added some to inventory and go ahead and check out. Next I wanted to talk to coronavirus by the numbers. Now Recently, as most of you know, I've moved into life insurance. And in life insurance, we talk about actuarial tables. Actuarial tables are essentially what determine how much you're going to pay for your life insurance. And it takes into consideration your age, your health, uh, what medications you're taking, what sports you're involved in, how heavy you are, how tall you are, your body mass index, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And essentially, it calls us down as individuals into a series of data points Which they can then mash up against data, uh, which against the computer, and it kicks out a number that says, based on this information, uh, this is how long this person should live. Uh, If you're a heavy smoker, heavy drinker, you've had five DUIs, you're uh, 350 pounds and five foot two, chances are you're not going to live as long. Now, certainly people get hit by a bus all the time, and that may throw everything off the scale. And that's kind of what's happened. Uh, When we had our business, um, we practiced what we'll call just-in-time inventory. And because of the availability of data in this day and age, where we can put in spreadsheets and we can use data analytical programs and match out how many pieces of this uh, widget do I use a month, and how quickly can I get them, and how fast do I need to order them, And do I need to keep this in rolling inventory? How much do I need to keep in inventory? Everybody's freaking out right now because we don't have enough ventilators and we don't have enough masks and we don't have enough PPE. Well, the reality is that as data has made a bigger part, uh, become a bigger part of our lives, uh, hospitals and states and everybody else simply uses these quote-unquote models to say, hey, I need to basically keep this much on hand for this particular amount of time. So you may have 20,000 masks in inventory for the flu season, and during the summer season, you may not need that many, so you don't buy as many. The reality is it's not probably a political thing. It's just that we are so driven by data and data analytics in this day and age that everything from how uh, how many people we need to work in a shop, to how much product we need in inventory, uh, to staffing, to life insurance, to how much toilet paper shows up at the grocery store. I was reading a couple articles recently that talked about how they had sold out of uh, the amount of toilet paper that was sold by Store X uh, in over the course of three weeks was four times more than they had sold in the entire second quarter of last year. So if we're going to live in a world where we're living and dying by the data point, if we're going to live in a world where when you go to a casino in Vegas, uh, when they reopen and basically you sit down at the bar to play video poker, and unlike the old days where when you sat down and you put a couple quarters or a couple dollars into the video poker machine, they'd bring you a drink and you could drink for free so long as you were playing, now they know – how much you've played, how much you've, how much you're playing per hand, how fast you're playing on the machine, and they determine when, uh, through analytics, when they feel like you've earned that next quote-unquote free drink. Same thing is with, uh, with cocktail waitresses. It used to be they just kind of walked around and uh, offered the free drinks to anybody, and we used to talk about how you could sit down at a nickel slot machine and drink for free all night. But it's not that way anymore. They now know, because of data analytics, uh, exactly who deserves a free drink and who doesn't. So as we're looking and we're uh, seeing all these numbers, these people who are dying, the people who are sick, uh, the reality is what I'm I'm seeing is that we've got 700,000 people who've gotten the coronavirus, and we've got 40,000 people who have passed away, at least somewhat in part because of it. And when you figure out the math that gives you the data points, that you're looking at well below 1% mortality rates. So I'm not going to say that uh, it's time to open up Vegas and uh, put us all back to work. But I certainly think that if you look at the data points uh, and you understand that, that our reality is based on these data points, that everything starts to make sense. First of all, toilet paper. Uh, bread, flour, all that in the grocery stores, it comes down to an analytical uh, exercise in getting those items out restocked to the stores. And it's not because there's some giant alien ship that's beamed up all the toilet paper. So I just want to say, you know, we're all in this together, obviously. Be smart. Be safe. Um, do what you feel like you need to do to, to stay healthy. But get outside, breathe some fresh air. Um, don't fear it because, let's be honest, fear is, is, doesn't do anybody any good. But if you feel like you need to stay home, stay home. If you don't feel like you need to stay home, be smart and realize that there are people that you're going to come in contact with that would prefer you stay six plus feet away. So that's going to be it for tonight. I did want to pass on uh, one more uh, reference Uh, I have a couple, uh, a friend that I went to high school with uh, down in Georgia, and uh, he's done some amazing stuff uh, over the years. He's worked for Coca-Cola and some other very large companies, and he and a buddy of his have started a podcast called Frankly Drinking, and basically what they do, it's a little longer than this, uh, but it uh, covers... They'll do several pours of whiskeys and review those, and at the same time, they'll fill you in on some unique information about some of Frank's better and perhaps some of his deeper cuts. So if you like Frank Sinatra and you like whiskey, give a try to Frankly Drinking, available where you get your podcasts. So going into week four, stay healthy, stay inside if you feel like you have to, but get your exercise and be well. We're all fighting this together. Take care.